1: The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
2: Hey there, Mizodcast fans. This is Brendan. I was just going to give you a little explainer about what you're going to listen to. So we've partnered up with this company called Locker Room. And if you haven't heard of them, you're probably going to start hearing about them quite a bit because they were recently purchased by Spotify. And what they're trying to do is provide essentially a audio-based social media outlet where it's interactive, but also basically it's on a schedule. So it's always live. And essentially you've got a radio station of podcasts and we've got the monday night at 8 p.m central slot if you want to listen to the mazodcast live you can download the locker room app and tune in and we will be there every monday to talk about mizzou to talk about the rest of the sports world to talk about whatever is going on but you can count on us 8 p.m and then we're going to drop the recording of it afterwards and this is what you're going to be hearing now Future recordings, we're probably going to be dropping on Patreon, but you can always listen to it. Anybody can listen to it live at 8 p.m. on Locker Room, or you can get on our Patreon and listen to the recorded shows. This is our first one. It's a little rough. But, you know, you're listening to the Mazzotcast, so you're used to that. But we're getting our feet wet, and we're trying it out. We had a little interactivity, but uh, it's only going to get crazier from there. Hopefully, we'll grab a big live audience, and you can, unlike the recorded podcast, you can take part actively. You can either write in a chat if you don't want to be heard, or you can join in the show and talk to us. So we're hoping it's going to be fun. We hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Let's throw it. it. Slam.
1: This bugs for you, Mizzou. This is LSU defense. You don't get no better than that, man. He's locked up to short middle. Beatty with the catch. And he's going to jet his way into the end zone. Missouri touchdown. Oh, Handoff to Roundtree running left. Gets 35 to the 40. Left side on around the man. This is the Mazad
2: we're on here, I think. This is Brendan Anthony. I'm waiting for Colin Anthony to join in. Colin, you hear me? Hello? This is exciting. I can see why people would want to. Colin, are you there?
3: Yeah, can you hear it?
2: Yeah, how about that?
3: Hey, there you go. I, uh.
2: Yeah. I to- well, you, the listeners got a good 38 seconds of me sounding like a fucking old idiot trying to figure out how an app works.
3: Well, that's good. That's exactly yeah. what you are. Well, the crowd's already huge.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I think we're, uh, what are we, up to zero? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh, man. Well, we're going to record this uh, regardless if anybody tunes in or not. I think maybe I'm going to share it out. That's what we'll do. And what if we get rolling here? Uh, here we go. Okay, yeah. we am going send this tweet out maybe this will get one or two people but either way i feel like we're not talking to nobody colin because we are going to record this and then put it on our patreon uh see how if people would like to do that i think it's a good thing to do for our patreon account and our listeners there Uh, but anybody can always do this live even if no one does
3: yep yeah it's content baby it's content
2: (laughs) that's right so it's what uh, the people
3: want brennan they want the content
2: that's right that's what they're begging for clamoring for um (laughs) but uh one thing people if uh, you're listening on a recorded version of this um what we're doing here is we are signed up with this group called locker room the people makers of this app who basically are turning podcasts into sort of radio stations and uh we have the monday monday night at 8 p.m station we got
3: the time slot
2: (laughs) yeah that's that's right so uh we'll see how this goes
3: is our radio station more, you know, Howard Stern, Uh, you know, okay? Or are we talking about, like, bot radio, Christian? <laughs> like, do, do you know, are we I allowed see. to say naughty
2: words? I think that, uh, well, we'll find out real quick. <laughs> motherfucker,
3: motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Uh, exactly. Because I was about to tell the story about when you told me about this, I got so excited, The uh, my erection was so powerful, it burst through my bike pants. So I didn't know if that would uh, upset the radio station,
2: or you know, we, we will we will soon find out. I mean, um, I don't know what kind of what kind of demographic is a uh, your typical locker room listener, but uh, I got yeah. a feeling they're not over the age of uh, fourteen. <laughs> I don't know, Bryn. This could be the new Power Mizzou, you know, because Power yeah, Mizzou is
3: obviously be. for people over the age of forty-five now. <laughs> Maybe this is you know what I mean. Like this is the next. Yeah, it, in it, line.
2: <laughs>
3: So this Maybe. is like, this may be like, I'm thinking this is like the, uh, what 20 to 30 year olds are doing Yeah, and it will become Power Mizzou at some point.
2: Well, I mean, there is an element of interest, I think, having a live podcast, you know what I mean? I mean, it's basically what radio was a hundred years ago. So we're really reinventing the wheel here.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's, they're just basically waiting for, to uh, say something that will get us canceled. And man, <laughs> can I say some stuff like that?
2: Well, I'll tell uh, anybody who wants to know um my biggest fear about doing this was Colin. And what he might say. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well I think for anybody that's listening to the show for any amount of time that they realize that yep, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. a valid concern.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, he should be on tape delay.
3: <laughs> yeah. We need at least like a five second delay just so you can have a finger on the button.
2: Yeah. Well I'm gonna say this, uh for I gotta you know. I think what uh, we're up to zero listeners still, maybe. <laughs> anyway, um, anybody who's hearing this is going to hear it after the fact. Uh, you know, Colin, maybe we ought to put these this first one up as a regular podcast, so people are kind of get a sense of what we're trying to do here. <laughs> sure, <laughs> maybe sure. we'll get a sense of what we're trying to do here. Well, but what we're uh,
3: trying to do here, I think, me and Brittany had talked before we did this. Is so obviously this Mizzou stuff going on to some extent, yeah. Uh, but we have time to fill. I mean, like I said, we're we're obligated to fill our hour on the network. Yeah, and so you know our, we can talk about golf or or you know something other things that are boring maybe I yeah don't, some of movies, our movies uh, entertainment I don't care if anybody you know listens to the show live they give us suggestions
2: that's right and uh, we could talk about basketball players leaving our basketball program only to go to another team in the fucking conference. Like, yeah, uh,
3: I'm sure that Pinson to LSU thing won't bite us in the ass at all.
2: <laughs> That's going to be so fucking ugly. I mean, damn. You know, yeah, insult it's insult injury.
3: It needs to be ugly, honestly. I mean, I, I'm i sick of the uh, truthers. I it Everything <laughs> – well, you, you know what I mean? Like some people need it to be apocalyptic before they will give in. You know? Yeah. Like when Scott Pioli destroyed the Kansas City Chiefs, there were still – I don't know I, well maybe there were still a couple hangers on, but he had pretty much had no support left, you know, and for some folks, it has to get so bad that they just I guess what I'm saying in uh, badly is that Pinson needs to be really good someplace else, you know Conzo needs to obviously fail he can't just be mundane, he's got to fail miserably or all some of these people will be like it was a mistake,
2: mhm, yeah, yeah, bad decision him yeah <laughs> I, I I agree, and I just uh, don't
3: want him to crater the program or something to go terribly off the. Rails before we do something, you know, but I feel like that's uh, what it's yeah. going to take for
2: some folks. Uh, yeah, but I honestly don't think that, um, I don't think that Conzo is the kind of coach that is going to create a program. I think that we look at a lot of 15 win, 17, maybe occasional yeah. 20 win seasons, but I do think, well, I think if he's was he was getting a. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match
0: with Indeed.
1: so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms
3: apply. Asian 21 see- uh, seasons, He, I'd be okay with him keeping the job, but I haven't seen anything that makes me think, that's going to happen.
2: No, we had. The, I think we won exactly 20 games his first year here when it was the whole par- uh, Porter brother. Uh, Carnival was going on, but we have not matched that win total since, and we certainly, we I guess we tied um, going into the tournament and losing in the first round. That's how so far that team went as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I mean we see smaller programs, you know, jump really fast. You know, South Carolina, for instance, is a really good program now, and you know they have a file four under their belt, and you know South Carolina is not a traditional and yeah, raping exactly. Raping
3: the shit out of everybody and manage to recruit and go to the Final Four and be competitive in football. I'm like, I mean, yeah. Britain, this is
2: well, don't forget. <laughs> I know. And, it and, seems and like a
3: terrible idea to rape people. You think it would be make your university less attractive?
2: Yeah, somehow, you think there would Baylor be more of a stigma?
3: Yeah, yeah Baylor's selling
2: it. Were, you would think there would be more of a stigma attached to that, but, yeah, uh, I and, and I think you should not forget that uh, it wasn't just the uh, horrible cases of rape that were going on, <laughs> on Baylor, but it was also the murder. Uh, that's what created the basketball program, was one of the players oh. actually uh, murdered a guy. That's- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's bad. So Those are rape and murder is what
3: Baylor's selling, and right now they're recruit- over out recruiting Mizzou by a mile in Bassett. And
2: Look, I know that Kim Anderson was his own kind of nightmarish tragedy, <laughs> but it wasn't that. You know what I mean? No, no, like no it wasn't. It because wasn't. we had to live through Kim Anderson, we have lived through the worst things possible. No, not the worst. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> yeah. second worst. Yeah. I'm not going to – I mean, I don't think it's a
3: controversial statement to say rape and murder are worse. Then yeah, Kim Anderson. Uh, and I don't like Kim Anderson and, as a basketball coach much, but, I mean, he's not rape or murder.
2: No, I, I cannot – I really don't think – when Baylor won that thing and they were getting celebrated for so much for bringing the program around, I'm like, I don't think we should treat these guys like heroes because that's well, a bad program. I, I don't honestly, want to hold on it against – The kind of stuff they went through, not to get heavy right now, but, like, the stuff they went through, I think they should have disbanded the athletic program. I mean, <laughs> well – it's pretty. I, no, I, I mean, it was grotesque. It's the worst things you could possibly do. And they're still around, you know what I mean? Well, like the, uh, I SMU got worse. I don't teams. begrudge the
3: kids, you
2: know, but uh, the, yeah the the coach. No, I know, and, uh, but not every school has to have a bad athletic. But what career, gets me what is I mean? they are
3: like, man, Baylor's had to claw its way back, but they f- failed to mention back from what? Yeah. <laughs> that didn't have brought
2: up you much. Like, yeah, that's that they were never good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before this, like boy, yeah, all that right.
3: controversy and tragedy and and terribleness, and they're like, what is the terribleness? Oh, we're not going to tell you.
2: Not on this, this broadcast. Right, they, they, we're going to sugarcoat that part of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and anyway, Scott Drew is one of the most us. reprehensible human beings in the United
3: States, in my opinion. <laughs>
2: so. Well, yeah, there's that. So, Coach <laughs> Baylor, I guess. We've yeah. definitively said that on our first episode on this thing. Sure. Um, but, uh, and I, Colin, I've got a significant bet uh, with myself that uh, mm-hmm. you're not following the Mizzou baseball program too closely right now.
3: No, I'm not. I I heard that they were uh, heating up a little bit after starting very, very badly. Is there any yeah. truth
2: to that? Hold on. We got, oh, Connor, do you want to talk here? I'll let you. Connor wants in on this. Hey, hey, hey. What's
0: up? I'm at a Royals game right now. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is more entertaining, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so how are the Royals doing? Let's get a you can get our you can be our Royals reporter live up. Maybe.
0: Uh they aren't very good. They have just horrendous defense. Uh they really should be uh only down by one, but because of a couple really bad plays, they're down by three. Yeah. Uh, Brady Singer's doing pretty good though, so it sounds like Royals baseball. Yep, it's pretty <laughs> accurate.
2: Uh,
0: I, I actually came out to see Mike Trout, and he hasn't done too much. but.
2: Yeah, Well, hey, can you pr- do a live uh, interview uh, since you're our Royals reporter right now? Is there anybody around that you can interview?
0: Uh, nope, just my buddy. I'm up really high. My tickets were 11 bucks. So. Well, you
2: can interview your buddy for us. We just want, yeah. you, we just want you to c- conduct an interview. Yeah. Like- Hi, right,
0: Braden. What? Hello You're
2: the Royals reporter now. Mm-hmm. Hi Braden. Welcome to the show. Hello. Uh how how what are your hopes of the Royals in April? Uh in April,
0: I would say the Royals have they have a sneaky good lineup. If they put together a hot streak, they could maybe make the playoffs if they get a uh, like Luis Castillo or Sonny Gray at the deadline. But right now, uh, they're doing okay. They might be able to come back. They did it against the Rangers, where they just went off in the seventh
3: inning after being down four nothing. So,
2: Braden's a true fan.
3: Wow, hey, yeah, good
2: breakdown. Hey, Braden. Hey, uh, Braden, I got a question for you. One last what, one. What's that? um. How many how many sightings of Patrick Mahomes do you think there's going to be at Royals games this year? Over under, over under what? Patrick Mahomes. Salvin's got to make it. What was that? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes showing up at the game. Over um, under. How many how many games seems he going to? Uh, let's see.
0: I'll put it. So you got 81 home games. I'll put it at around 10, maybe.
2: He
0: showed showed up to opening day, so that's around nine more, maybe.
2: I'm going to take the under on that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for your live report. Yep. All right. That's That's how this is working.
3: Yeah, well, that was good. We, uh... We had a, a live interview from Royal Stadium. I, I wanted to ask. Him, he seemed like such a Royals expert. Like, who do you think's got the biggest honker on the team?
2: You know what I mean? Oh, should have. Sorry, I, I cut off that Connor. are You still on the on the uh, blower here?
3: Uh yes, sir. I'm still here.
2: Connor, Colin's got a question for you regarding the Royals.
3: Yep. Hey, your buddy had a was a pretty good analysis. Ask him who do you, who uh, his money's on for the biggest honker on the team. Who was the biggest honker on the team? <laughs> God. Carlos Santana. <laughs> all right. Wow. Well, Your buddy per- is full of information. I mean, right off the top of his head, he didn't have to think about it
2: at all. You know what I mean? Well, I know, I, no, that was me. Yeah,
3: I say Carlos
0: Santana. <laughs> well, okay. Hey,
2: hey, Connor. That's yep. exactly right. You're 100% correct. And don't ask Brendan how he knows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I measure every royal's conquer before <laughs> opening day. It's a tradition in Kansas City. And, uh, you know, sometimes some guys you need a yardstick, some guys you don't.
0: I don't think that's on their (laughs)
2: cards. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the fine print. But uh, anyway, Colin, uh, before uh, Connor joined us to give us a Royals update, I was going to tell you about the uh, baseball team from Mizzou. Yes, please. Actually, because um, the interesting thing about this team, I guess, is it's the shittiest team we've seen in about five years. And it's the worst team that has been put together by Steve Beezer. Who uh I don't know. He's he's kind of been a Conzo Martin situation. He's really you know, he's put together okay baseball teams, but they've never made it to the postseason. Or not not even close to sniffing the college world series. And Mizzou used to be a contender for those types of things and I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I think I wonder if people are starting to get grumpy about it. Where Well, I think Mizzou
3: baseball is um it's in the SEC now, and I mean, it literally it, the SEC for all the talk of football. Baseball is a murderer's row.
2: Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's much harder. It's it seemed much harder for the University of Missouri to break into baseball than it has been to break in football for them.
3: Yeah, I uh, I just I'm so less versed in baseball and how the recruiting works, and you know, I mean, like I don't know, I don't know how much stretch I mean, are all these kids local. I mean, are they are they pulling kids from across the country to you know play at Wake Forest or? Well, Wake Forest in the SEC, but Vanderbilt or, you know, I mean, uh, any of these Mississippi, uh, I mean, where are these kids coming from? Because Mizzou obviously is not recruited at the level that these SEC programs are.
2: I like that we're doing this from the world. <laughs>
3: Sorry <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll kill your mic. It's good.
2: Yeah, we can keep it live. Keep it hot. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah you you're right. You probably should have done that it? a while ago. <laughs> yeah so the uh you don't have to kill the mic if you want connor unless you're uh, cussing us out but uh anyway uh, it's good with an audience but i don't know i just i i remember watching the max scherzer days and granted you're right it was the big 12 and not uh, the sec uh, we were up against them but those the zoo teams in the Max are, you know, those two thousand six or ish teams. I think they could have stacked up with anybody in the SEC. We were really good, and um I don't know. It's just I feel like you're right. It is, it, you know what I mean. Like nobody wants to go to a baseball game here in February. You know, it sucks sitting on the cold aluminum benches, and then you go down and you look at some of the stadiums down. God, in, did you uh, see that clip
3: from? Uh, um.
2: Old Miss, uh, their
3: one of the, a guy on their baseball team hit a home run, and the entire outfield was full of students. And when the yeah. uh, the ball went out, it just erupted in like a spray of beer. Like I couldn't believe how many people were at that game, like and into that game. I can't imagine it at a Mizzou a baseball game.
2: I know. Oh, I know. It's you know we've never had that kind of um, atmosphere here, and I mean like i said it's no fun to watch a game in february at the stadium it's windy it's very windy up on the hill where they play at taylor stadium but man this time of year when we get a couple 70 degree days and now that they sell beer especially like hell like there should be thousands of people columbia's big enough to sport a big baseball you know, crowd, I don't really know why they can't be more popular. And I feel like, too, that it would help the team. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't do you any good from a morale standpoint to come back to your home field and watch a smattering of fans, you know, clapping mm-hmm. like at a golf Yeah. So.
3: Yeah, I think uh, it's, it'd, be, uh, it'd be nice if it became a little more in vogue for the students to, you know. I mean, students are going to go get shit-canned somewhere. Go get shit-canned at a baseball game.
2: I mean, if I could have gotten shit Canada college baseball game, I would have been at every fucking game. If I were, <laughs> you know what I mean. I would have, if if they sold beer at Mizzou baseball games when I was in college and when they were pretty good, I would have gone to every game, home game. You know what I mean? Like, damn, it's that's fun. Of course, like I said, probably not on February twentieth, but you yeah, know, on April ninth, April tenth, you'd have seen me there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and it's gotta to go. be
3: watching the basketball team right now, right?
2: yeah absolutely the other thing that's cool about the college baseball games is it's pretty relatively cheap to get into those things you know everything's cheap it's not like you know Connor there and uh at the Royals game Look how much Connor we need another Kansas City Royals report can you get your mic back on I want to tell me what is the cost of a beer today at the Kauffman Stadium Kaufman. well
0: Brandon given the fact that I'm 17 I'm not exactly sure <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's no excuse, you
0: pussy.
3: <laughs> go buy a beer. I didn't bring yeah. my fake ID this time. <laughs> no, I, we we here at the Mazadcast in no way endorse underage drinking. Just so everybody knows, that would be awful.
2: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, our first episode, we go live. And we've already tried to sell beer to a minor. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: we told him live was a
0: bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I could even buy it cuz Kaufman's doing this weird thing where you can only mobile pay for shit. So like I was going to get a Papa John's pizza but they don't take cash for some reason. Kind of bullshit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the future is here, I guess. But we just want to price. I just want to know like how
3: well, I, I want to know like um Connor like what what have, what have you done in your life that made you hate yourself so much that you want to order a Papa John's pizza? <laughs> I don't know, man, just kind of hungry. <laughs>
0: I don't know any other restaurants they have here I don't come too often
3: Yeah, well, you know, see if there's a Little Caesars
2: Yeah, something really gourmet <laughs> <laughs> You know, they have good barbecue, I think, at Kauffman Stadium If you look hard enough here Oh, in God, City, of God course,
0: sake. Kansas City You yeah. want me to go on a venture to
3: find the beer price?
2: Yeah, but we in no way condone you ordering it I'm and buying it with buy your it. fake ideas <laughs>
3: well, yeah. Go take a whiz, and when you get back, you can uh, fill us in. All right, uh, let's go, Brian, We're gonna go find some beer.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, find a beer. Price.
2: Yeah. Beer price. That's <laughs> just right, the We in so no way condone. I don't know if I mentioned this, but we in no way condone uh, you ordering a beer.
3: How are the <laughs> Cardinals doing? I would they. Uh, I, I saw they won their home opener and. Oh, Braden, well, Cardinals fan. Braden, how's the Cardinals doing? Uh, pretty solid.
0: Right, the game that they're in right now, they're tight, and I think they have runners in scoring position.
3: Uh, that uh,
2: great picking it looks right right awful.
3: That, that's what worries
2: me. Well, they got power for the first time. They got both Goldschmidt and uh, what's his name, Arnado i'm sure i butchered that colin but our new no, thing, no, no, colin, no. yeah
3: that was that was always my biggest gripe with the cardinals was um since basically his pool holes left they didn't want to pay anybody who was they paid some good baseball players but they weren't buying they you know that we were not in the hunt for bryce harper or, you know carlos gene stanton or whatever the fuck his name is or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. those guys were we were supposedly out of our price range like give me a fucking break you're the st louis cardinals
2: yeah. Hey, uh, Braden, if if he's on there or Connor, whichever one you it is, um, do, do the Cardinals have any young pitching that is going to be any good?
3: Hey, Braden,
0: do the Cardinals have any young pitching? Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty. an yeah, oh, extra price. Uh, okay, let's hear
2: it. Go $4. ahead. Sit. Sorry, I keep Four. talking over you. What is it? Four dollars for a beer? I think you're not. Yep. That's. You, are you watching a Royals game in 1987 by an 18 ounce cup? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> was has, for
3: like, I was ready for $32 for an yeah. 8 ounce cup.
2: Is that a thimble of beer? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not very big, but.
2: Yeah, it couldn't be. It couldn't be. It's got to be a shot glass of beer for $4. Yeah, it's one um, of those
0: little shitty plastic cups.
2: But still, Not that I, I mean, would
0: know what uh, the best beer comes in, but.
2: <laughs> that's right because we know we condone that. But uh, if beer is four dollars at Kauffman Stadium, I might start becoming more of a Royals fan again.
0: I think they're
3: just trying to boost attendance. <laughs> if I'm being real with you,
2: I, I don't care why they do it. I want it.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a good plan. Cheap beer is a good way to get me to show up someplace.
2: <laughs> that's right. It's worked before. Well, work you were just again. talking
3: about getting shitfaced at the Mizzou game.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah that's right well I mean, i'm a high
3: functioning alcoholic and uh and i, yeah, enjoy that's well
2: established.
3: I high functioning why. is probably a little bit uh gra- too much grandeur
2: for what i actually am but uh, yeah you're not even high, high,
3: high functioning not, not so much but
2: you're not even high functioning sober
3: yeah that's true
2: yeah um you know, I think that is something that nobody really talks about since, because it, what has been a couple years now, we've been able to sell beer at football and basketball games. That was such a controversial thing among some people, and I'm pretty happy to see that there's basically been zero fucking issue with it. You know, and it was dumb to think that it would be a problem, you know, because they're like, well, get two co- college kids around liquor, what's going to happen? I'm like, you think, A, you think college kids aren't drinking already, and B, what's the difference between people getting drunk in a college football game versus people getting drunk at a Philadelphia Eagles game. I mean, you know, it's like, well, I think if people think gonna the get pop- drunk, they're going to get drunk. I think the population of people
3: who honestly really do care is much smaller than, you know, you would think, you know what I mean? Like that really care. I mean, there's plenty of people on Facebook that'll bitch about, you know, booze or whatever, but how many people really care enough to, you know, really fight it? you know like mm-hmm. like don't do it and they do it and they go oh well they did it they yeah move well, on with their lives you know what i mean like they don't care they don't really care
2: no if, if somebody like put them in front of a, a you know two buttons yes or no do you want like beer here they may say no but then if everybody else sells beer they just go on and keep watching their football game
3: yeah how many people are actually be like i'm never going to a mizzou athletic event again because they started selling beer I mean, I, that number has got to be microscopic, you know what I mean? So what are they really, you know, fuck it, we're going to sell beer. We're going to make a lot of money on alcohol, and we're going to yes. lose a couple of Jesus freaks from the boot heel. You know what I mean? Like, who cares?
2: Yeah, I don't think the the Venn diagram of people who want to watch Mizzou get beat on the football field by Alabama and people who don't drink, that's, those, they don't overlap, you know what I mean? You yeah. have to drink to watch Mizzou football a lot of times, you yeah, know? Yeah, sure. It doesn't, it doesn't go. It's just science. <laughs> imagine, can you imagine being a Mizzou fan and not getting drunk, No, I, I mean, it's really almost an
3: essential part. of. I mean, it's part of the experience, really.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a vital part. That's what Let's I'm saying. Let's
0: be real. If they sold beer during the Barry Odom era, the entire fan base would die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> That's
3: probably true. Enough. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, hey, you're only
3: like 17. That's I weird. know. I still suffered yeah. through
0: the Yodem era. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we in no way condone his drinking. If anybody no. uh, does want to talk, too, uh, all you have to do is there's a speaker request button on this thing and uh, join in the party here. That's kind of what we're aiming to do. We are going to dump this one as a main podcast later just to try to get the word out uh, to people who maybe don't check Twitter that often because we really only just tweeted about it uh, a few minutes before we got started. but. Anyway, what we're planning to do is just sort of talk about anything and everything on Monday nights at 8 p.m. This locker room app is basically trying to make podcasts into sort of like radios where it's scheduled live, much like a, a radio program. And we're um, 8 p.m. Central on Monday nights is the cast live version. But uh, you calling uh, bad news is no Paul Feinbot yet. I haven't worked out the kinks to connect your robot, the Paul Feinbot, to the uh, the app. Uh, his, I guess, his software is getting a little out of date. You need to update that.
3: Yeah, well, I'll I'll work on that. I, um, you know, Paul Feinbot is a complicated piece of machinery, and uh, it takes time. It takes
2: time. <laughs> it
3: does. God, I, time. I, you know, I just realized I forgot about this. I wanted to mention this, but in, you know, where Drew Bugs left the program too.
2: And I, Drew Bugs left. Was it today?
3: No, it was like a. It, it was a little. It was like last week or something. But I was like, Bugs is leaving. Like man
2: the, I mean, we're gonna have almost a complete roster turnover. We really are, yeah
3: I wish yeah. uh I wish Jeremiah Tillman would come back though he'd be a fool too.
2: yeah, how long
0: till Truman the Tiger tra- <laughs> <laughs> he
3: he's already yeah. trying, nobody wants him in the portal um,
2: <laughs> that's right, yeah, but I mean, Pinson to l s u that's gotta be the big biggest stinger of all of it. Because well, he's I staying mean, in conference.
3: That last game, uh, you know, oh, yeah. gets <laughs> the pine for the last, the, the, basically, the last third of the game all, uh Bugs plays. I'm just, you know, it, it's pretty obvious that he wasn't seeing eye die with Conzo. So.
2: Oh, yeah. By the way, Drew Bugs <laughs> entered the portal five days ago. It tells you how up on yeah. things <laughs> I've been lately. Um, well, I, I just couldn't believe
3: had- it. I was like, Bugs, of all people. I was like, he, I thought moved all the transfers out. He thought he might get some playing time, but.
2: Well, especially how the season ended where he played a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Pinson basically was phoning it in for the first, I don't know, eight minutes or so that he actually did play in that uh, NCAA tournament game. And I think um, he and Konzo were fighting, and he wasn't going to give it as all. I don't know what motive, what caused that, but I think that's why Konzo sat him. And um, it wasn't just that. <laughs> he's, I mean, I don't know. I think it was a bad decision to set one of your best players, but uh, especially given the way it turned out, but I think that's part of the reason. So they literally weren't seeing eye to eye, and so that's why you saw so much of bugs. And that's all you're going to see of bugs, I guess, because he gone. He gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, but
3: I, um, the football team just keeps signing guys up to play, so that's a uh,
2: that's good. I mean, honestly, and, uh, since since Eli Drinkwitz has got here, has there been a really a misstep other than what did he see? He called us App State one point, I think, uh, his old team, well, like when he was opening press conference. But other than that, like, all he's done is recruit and recruit and beat teams, beating it, <laughs> reigning national championship LSU teams, things like that. He's, well, you know, he's a uh, – I'm looking listen, forward Listen, I to think this. he's got
3: a good coach, and I think he's a good recruiter, and I think that – but – the, you know, it could also end up being Butch Jones. You know, he he ends up recruiting a lot of talent, not knowing what a goddamn thing to do with it. But I don't think that's what he is I, at all. I really think he's a good coach and a good recruiter. I think, you know, Love if I best. was putting money down, if I had to gamble right now how we're going to lose him, it's going to be to um, a blue-chip program, you know. And that's that's a pretty big statement. That means we've had a lot of success. And so yeah. um, that's I, right. I'm very high on Drinkwitz right now because I think he's going to get stolen from us at some point. But yeah, you know, like it I said, in a year from now, I may be calling him Butch Jones. Like, look at all this talent the dumb dumb doesn't know what to do with it.
2: Yeah, well, that is the true mark of success for a program like Mizzou's, which is <laughs> our coach poached away. It even almost happened to Gary Pinkle back in the day, you know. And, and I well, mean, certainly, if it were to, to fire up again and we put together a couple of eleven or twelve win seasons. He most certainly is going to be getting calls from big name programs. Well,
3: in Mizzou, certainly. in the truth, you know, I don't want it to be that way. But if, as Mizzou fans, that's what you want. I mean, if your coaches yeah. are in danger of being pulled away, it means you're having good seasons. And yeah. uh, you know, if and it's not just good teams. You know, anybody can get pushed away by another school if they want to pay some money. But I mean, a blue, if a blue chip wants your coach, and that's sort of what I'm saying. Like, not just anybody. Like, we're going to get a blue chip program. So, you know, okay, we want to give this guy a shot. That means Mizzou has had a shit ton of, of of wins under Drinkowitz, and I personally hope that's what happens. You know, we as Mizzou fans, we want our coaches to be poached.
2: Well, and you know how you get your team to not be poachable like this, like like we are now. It's string together a couple of coaches like that because once you've strung together two coaches who bring you very good things, and then get stolen away by. Blue chip yeah. programs, then you've got a little bit of legacy, and you are becoming a blue chip program. That's
3: you know right. What I mean? That's, that's what when that's,
2: takes, when, we, that's when they do the coaching cycles. That that's
3: when the program the that's when the program is good, and not just the coach is good. Do you know what I mean? Like when you've right. the program's maintained despite who's coaching it, and uh, that's though no, that's a place. I mean, we're a long way from that, but that's yeah. the dream.
2: <laughs> it is the dream, but that's how uh, teams like. Nebraska came up long ago, and it's how they fell down uh, when they couldn't sustain it. You know, but, uh, mm-hmm. but but they were up at the top. Scott of the mountain, Cross no not sustaining it, <laughs> not yet. No, I mean the, you Weird. know they, but they no question were at the top of the mountain, and they're bringing back your Les Miles reference, Colin. If we got just one national title and a couple of nine win seasons, at, like <laughs> like LSU got out of uh, Les Miles, I'd take it. Yeah, absolutely, and <laughs>
3: obviously with a lot less creepy. Uh, like college girl groping yeah we want, want less miles without that part you know i can do without that part
2: sure i think that uh i don't know if we've even been on the air since that all came about but i mean you know a little kansas news obviously less miles losing his job and then i think the athletic director got the boot too didn't he god he needed the boot yeah oh i know <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, I mean, it was. I enjoyed how laughably bad Kansas was, but at the same time, like it, I you, can't even remember the list of up. hires he made. I remember it was, you know, of course, in the paper
3: um, when they fired him. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy hasn't done anything right since he got here.
2: Yeah, I know, and he never did. I mean, they. Um, I don't know what they thought that Les Miles would be able to do, but he couldn't do it.
3: Uh, well. Like I said, it's pretty obvious that this skeleton was must have been in his closet because I'm not, you know, I don't think anybody was confused that Les Miles might have lost his fastball a little bit when LSU had fired him. Yeah, but to go from winning a national championship coaching at LSU to Kansas is such a precipitous fall. I, I you, there had to be something. You know what I mean? It's not like I didn't expect him to get hired by. Ohio State or something, but you know what I mean, like Appalachian State, you know what I mean, or yeah, yeah. you know, fucking Yukon, you know what I mean, like, but to Kansas, like, oh, wow, does that happen? You know, go come Cincinnati, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, like, if <laughs> but it's because of up. this it's because of this I'm sure I mean like it's just other schools are like fuck he's got that thing going on in the background we don't want no part of that and Kansas was just like hey we can get a coach people have heard of It's won a national championship at Kansas sure he (laughs) creeped out some college girls but hey who hasn't and they hired him
2: yeah I mean I wonder what Kansas knew going into this because Les Miles he had to know this would have come out eventually and my question i guess is, is that what did he think how did he think this would end for him you know did he think it would end in a ticker tape parade like was he or did he, did he know he was going to end in um scandal and embarrassment well, he and, probably thought know, i'm going to get one more contract and he's going to get more m- millions of dollars out yeah of he's going
3: to
2: get he knew this was coming kansas knew it was coming and they
3: you know it was a deal with the devil kansas is like hey maybe we can win some football games with this guy before this you know the the guillotine drops Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't. And Les miles was like, "Hey, I don't want to retire. I, let's see if I can, you know bank another several few million dollars before the, like I said, the guillotine drops. And now he's toxic. And we'll never coach again. so
2: <laughs> that's right. And I'm super sad for Kansas.
3: <laughs> well, in Kansas, the worst part about the gamble for Kansas and why that long guy needed to lose his job is because the gamble didn't pay off at all. You lost. Les Miles was every bit as terrible as every other coach you've had. And now you were the subject of a fucking uh you know why did you hire this predator you know situation like yeah it's just a it's a huge p r black eye on top of winning no football games
2: yeah, I know yeah, i mean i <laughs> look Mizzou's looking to be good next year, and Kansas is looking to be terrible you know twenty twenty one is already better than the year twenty twenty you know? we're we're fine we're good. Uh hey, hey, we wondered... got a
0: Royals update for
2: you. Oh, awesome. okay. Let's hear it. Connor, our new uh, uh, Royals Uh The Angels reported.
0: scored on another error. Uh, not looking good for the boys in blue. Four nothing.
2: Four nothing. <laughs> Royals, <the> Royals, <laughs> Royals, 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 Royals
3: baseball. Catch the fever, Brendan.
2: <laughs> four dollar beers,
3: guys. Don't forget that. Four dollar beers and four errors a game.
2: <laughs> yeah, you get the uh, you get the 1990s Royals and you get the 1980s beer prices.
3: <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's not a bad selling point.
2: <laughs> i'd like the 80s broils personally yeah, yeah that'd be i think great. you
0: can tell why the beers <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that's right so uh anyway colin i was wanted to talk about it not mizzou related at all but was uh we, i think we were both following over the weekend the masters were back at their normally scheduled time in april instead of november like we had last year and uh how much of the masters did you watch colin
3: more than i have in years is that right yeah. What motivated uh, you i don't know covid i mean covid i started golfing again a lot and uh suddenly golf became mildly interesting again to me <laughs> personally. Yeah. and so i started watching some of it
2: yeah same same boat and i think um i've been i'm watching a lot more big sporting events now that they're being you know now that they're actually taking place um you know, it's nice to see sports back on and it actually has rekindled my interest in a lot of things that I haven't been interested in in a long time. And, uh, the masters is one of them. And it was kind of cool, uh, to see what was the first Japanese masters Victor Mm -hmm. ever. Yep. Um, but, uh, it was Hideki Masayama or something. I think that's right. I think you nailed it on the first try again. We don't have a sound (laughs) on these live shows yet, yet, but, uh, yeah, it was it was fun, and uh, it's good to see. I think one of the reason I've always liked the Masters is because you know it's the same course every year. And, mm-hmm. You know, what do they do? They all rotate, other than that, right? All the
3: majors. Yeah, most of them. Now, well, the U or the British Open's always at St Andrews, I think. No,
2: it's not. It's every five years. It's at St Andrews. Oh, so, well, but, I'm an idiot then. Yeah, you sure are. But we did that before we went live. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> anyway, you get used to the holes, you know what I mean? You know what's mm-hmm. coming up and you kind of have expectations, not just for who's playing, but like what the, the tough holes or what's the, what is the hole where you can steal a point or, a, a, you know, move up the leaderboard by a stroke or something like that. Mm-hmm. And ones that are like ones where you're going to get fucked in the ass. So to speak, I was uh, in golf uh, interested in that kid.
3: What was that kid's name? Uh, Oh, right. I was pulling for him. I was like, oh, that guy's like, look, he looks like they were, you know, it was all the uh, talk about him looking like uh, Happy Gilmore's uh, caddy from the Waterbury Open. <laughs> he really <laughs> and, does. And he took it with str- he took it in stride, you know, and I was, Mr. Yeah. Gilmore, I'm your caddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it was, wasn't it Zalatoris' first ever Masters he'd ever competed at? And he finishes one stroke off the leader's soul. Yeah, I think it
3: was only his third major.
2: Yeah, I mean, he did look like an absolute scrawny shit, you know.
3: Well, um, you know, if the go- golf pundits are to be to believed, he's a, he's a going to be around for a while. Well, one thing I be.
2: notice about him is he he putted like me occasionally.
3: <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the knock on him, but uh, <laughs> still, much much better golfer than me. I can't tell you something I'm worse at that I enjoy more.
2: <laughs> well, except for sex with your wife.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm terrible at that.
2: <laughs> but you and you adore doing it.
3: I do. I do. It's one of my favorite things.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, those are two comparable things: Colin's golf game and sex. Both bad at it. Both keep trying to get over the hump.
3: Yeah. Keep enjoying it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, Zalatoris. Um, he he does look like the caddy from. I, yeah, yeah I, that's right. Right on. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, he did sink his final putt on 18 to finish out. Uh, just yeah, he saved his par. Yeah, so his putting wasn't so shitty after all. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Colin, this is all new for us, you know. I think we'll even get Caleb on here, maybe if we can drag his dead ass away from his hatchet wife. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what do you think? What what do you, what would you like to see out of this live show that we? I guess we don't do on the podcast. You know, I, I
3: don't know. I mean, Brittany, we're almost certainly going to have to talk about things that have nothing to do with sports. Uh, yeah, we've well, never people like don't do that, that. that. Yes. Uh <laughs> Well, yeah. I just mean from the standpoint of like, what do you want to talk about, Brennan? Because uh, I'm out of ideas. And so, you know, I mean, there's times when you're just going to be like, what movie did you watch this weekend? And hopefully people like listening to us fucking bullshit about it.
2: Yeah, well, uh, movies also. I mean,
3: obviously, we're always going to have the Mazzodcast episode podcast, you know, for the games and stuff. But if we're going to start doing this live every Monday, as is, as is our obligation, uh, according to the, mm-hmm. uh, terrible contract we signed, um, that's right. predatory, predatory game. contract. Uh, we had a
2: horrible lawyer.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he was good at bird law. So I, I jumped anyway. <laughs> nice one. I don't know. Uh, we, uh, God, this may turn some people off cause they probably don't listen to it all, especially Connor. Cause he's 17. But like, uh you and i are both uh long uh fans of uh, saturday night live and uh yeah. some I of our Patreoners might have uh, heard us um basically give our critics corner about things we uh watch on television and saturday night live is one of them yeah um, but uh, mostly we bemoan how uh, awful it is now and
2: how not funny it is anymore
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah how a uh, how it's uh it's pretty woke and uh makes it hard to watch sometimes <laughs> so yeah, I think I by
0: woke, I you mean painfully unfunny.
2: yeah if, if those, sometimes those two are exactly the same thing yeah yeah <laughs> but there's always i mean i still
3: watch it there's still moments you know in most episodes especially like the news they always get some good ones you know and then there was a commercial this week about like irritable bowel syndrome and of course it looked like a real commercial until you know it turns out the lady who had to take the medication for Errol just destroyed the fucking bathroom at a kid's <laughs> recital. You know what I mean? Like, who did this? Who blew this bathroom up? And she's, uh, you know, everybody's, her husband's like, wasn't that, she's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, you know, there was, you know, the, the commercial parody was good. I'm trying to think. There was something else. There was also a uh, another pre-film bit about, uh, like a, a, a lesbian movie from victorian times like a trailer for it and it was uh it was pretty funny but for the most part Planet live is uh you know bats about 200 now <laughs> you know what i mean like they're, they are oh, I think you're 30, giving them credit. Just, they're missing a lot more than they're making contact
2: yeah hey uh did you hear that uh, james franklin mizzou's old star quarterback from that 2013-14 like, team retired from the canadian football league
3: I saw his statement uh, on Twitter. I didn't read it because I didn't care. But um, <laughs> yeah. the uh, but you know I mean I'm 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 happy he had a great career. And
2: uh, do you have any sense of what they pay in the Canadian Football League? Like I'd like. To I honestly James don't. Franklin was I James Franklin.
3: I
0: actually know this. Uh, Their salaries are slightly less than what they had in the XFL, which I think the XFL was like $20,000 for some of the worst players. But obviously, like the starting quarterbacks and stuff got paid more. And James Franklin, I know, broke a single-season record for the Toronto Argonauts when he was there. So he probably got a decently pretty penny, but it's nothing insane like he did in the NFL.
3: Are we talking six figures, you think, Connor?
0: What? Were you talking six figures, you think?
2: Yeah. What are uh, you talking about, Pretty Penny?
0: I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe not quite that, but um, I, because he was – I know in uh, Toronto, uh, he was primarily a run-first quarterback, but he did mm-hmm. break the record for rushing touchdowns in a season. So he's a valuable part of the offense, but I didn't think he was a star. So, I mean – it's not going to last the rest of his life, but uh, you know, he got to play football.
3: That's what matters. That's
2: sure. What matters. Yeah.
3: And sure. everybody loved Frank the Tank. He he kind of he kind of unceremoniously kind of got sort of pushed aside at Mizzou a little bit. Like he, I felt bad for him at the end. There was sort of that cough yep. fever, and he got hurt. And I don't know. It was like he was underappreciated. I think in his time at Mizzou. Do you guys yeah, know who's replacing him? Uh, and Canada?
0: Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I don't. Colin knows exactly who's replacing them. Yeah, sure. The Argonauts. You know all
3: about Canada football. <laughs> no, nice. hey. he's a
2: Missouri legend. You should know this. Oh, is it? Uh, tell us. Tell us. Kurt, he, Kurt Bar- Kelly
3: Butler? Bryant. Kelly Bryant.
2: Oh,
0: Kelly Bryant.
2: Kelly Bryant. Yes. Bryant. The, the yep. name all Mizzou fans remember well for all his year yeah. at Mizzou.
3: I was well, so excited yeah. when he died. Yeah, I hope, I hope their wide <laughs> receivers have a large, large wingspan. <laughs> uh, very large wingspan that's a, they're going to need it
2: yeah hey guys i looked up the top uh top 10 salaries in the canadian football league so ooh this, do tell uh, i think it's kind of aligns with what Connor was telling us. At number ten, we've got uh, Chris Aki, but you knew that, Colin. He's a sure. defensive back and linebacker for the Toronto Argonauts. He's mm-hmm. bringing in one hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars a year, plus a thirty-five thousand dollars signing bonus. Yeah, and cool hunt additional uh, cool hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars for you know C- CTE.
3: I think it's called. That's not bad.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if you're not remembering your grandkids' names. <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: sir. <laughs> sure.
2: Yeah, so then at number nine, you've got uh, Darius Bladdock. He's an offensive lineman for the Toronto uh, Argonauts as well. So uh, he's uh, signed for, he's he's making $131,000 a year. uh, Playtime incentives that could add an additional $20,000.
3: That's enough about Canadian (laughs) football. Who's the top paid player? What is their salary?
2: Well, you didn't want to hear about Jawan Breastcan? No, No, I don't. I don't think anyone wants to hear about that.
3: I mean, we talked about the Masters. Already, so
2: let's not get down too. Let's
3: not go too far down the Canadian football road.
2: That's a very good, uh, good idea. His name's Clay Lang. He's a defensive lineman for the Ottawa Redblacks, and he makes two hundred fifteen thousand dollars a year, plus a fifty thousand dollars signing bonus. So the uh, how does that work? What do you mean?
3: I mean, how is a quarterback not the highest paid player in their league?
2: I'm looking at this top ten list here, and, Colin, there's not a single quarterback. They're almost all linemen.
3: Is it like a list of high-paid position guy. players or something? Because I can't imagine, with the NFL no. being like the, the, the quarterbacks oh. being paid astronomically <laughs> more, I can't imagine. Yeah, okay. A bad. lot of teams yeah. use two quarterbacks.
2: Yeah. Hey, the, um, I, I scrolled to the top of this article, and it says this article excludes quarterbacks such as uh, Toronto's James Franklin. Or Saskatchewan, I guess now is James Franklin, who are in the highest paid true free agents. So I don't know what the point of the. Article I don't is. either. I don't know the point.
3: Of you certainly bringing it up, uh, since it doesn't <laughs> reference quarterbacks directly.
2: Well, why don't you talk about your thing then, Colin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, You're,
3: right. You're right. Let's talk about let's talk about football, uh, Canadian football, some more. Oh,
0: I can actually do that. There's several Mizzou players. Oh, nice. And someone else from Mizzou. Uh,
2: It's kind of like all dogs go to heaven. It's like all Mizzou players go to the Canadian Football League.
0: I Uh, only know that because I like watching Mizzou players after they
2: graduate. Hey, well, I will say this. Uh, If you do have your hankering for um, college football, there is some college football going on right now because of um, of uh, COVID. You know, the southwestern athletic conference, uh, the historically black colleges, uh, are playing football right now. We, I watched Jackson State over the weekend for a little bit because he's being coached by Neon Deion Sanders, and I wanted to see what they, they lost. how'd it go. But they lost. It was it was it's entertaining football, to be honest. Like in a time of year where there's not a ton on i mean like it's good baseball's back but those games are meaningless since there's 162 of them you know and it's early april yeah. um, watching college football in april it felt a little weird but it's also pretty cool to have something to watch you know
3: i'm curious whether Dion's going to be a good coach or not i mean i know he's a uh, i hope so energetic and like he's a big personality and people like him but that doesn't necessarily going to make him a good you know translate to him being a good coach but i saw his his coaching uh, roster is like a who's who of the of an NFL game yeah. from 2002. You know what I mean? Like it's uh-
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think I'm a kind of I'm rooting for him because I think that Deion Sanders had to take that. I mean, he's not going to get paid much at Jackson State, and he's mm-hmm. doing it. I think as sort of like a, you know, I think to improve. The, he doesn't need the money know, so to put a spotlight it on love it. You know? Yeah, he's putting a spotlight on these historically black colleges and universities too that are in the what is it the SWAC the Southwest Athletic Conference, and he really is bringing a you know a lot of publicity to those programs which have been good. There's a lot of players that come from those programs, uh, but you know you don't they don't get on TV unless you're like on ESPN the Ocho sometimes. So um, between being on in April and having a guy like Neon Neon. Well, they play one time the
3: championship game.
2: Uh, well there's a Florida team I think that was always uh, Well I always remember like, Grambling.
3: You know what I mean? Grambling there for a while when I was like in oh, high yeah. school, Grambling was just kicking the fuck out of everybody in their
2: league. Anyway. I remember Grambling had the same coach for like fifty years. I think he was like like or Grambling State, you know, they they I can't remember his name, but he was like uh, he coached longer than any other college football coach and he was there guy was there forever. Um, but yeah, there's some I mean, anyway, there's good players come out of it too. So I think they, they played Alabama, um, state or no, it was Alabama and M that's who it was. They beat Jackson state, but I watched way more of that game than I expected to just flipping through. And it's like, Hey, if you're hurting for football, I'll tell you what, spring games, sec spring games and everything suck. You know, the Zeus was weird. Uh, it's always sort of like you get to see a bunch of nothing. Watch these real games that are going on, you know?
0: Yeah. What I, about FCS? What's that? Um, FCS playing North Dakota State, Missouri State, uh, coached by Bobby Petrino, actually. I've been watching them. <laughs>
2: that's, yeah, that's right. Um, I forgot Bobby Petrino. When you talk about uh, coaches circling the toilet drain like Les Miles did to go to Kansas, Bobby Petrino over Missouri State is an absolute uh, turd burger. Well, you know How are they it, doing?
3: Because Petrino is a good coach. You know, he's just a complete I, fucking oh, doublehead.
2: Yeah, he's just a horrible human being. Um, but but uh, kind of like but Louisville's bet, basketball he, coach, Rick Pitino. I bet
3: they win games. You know what I mean? Like, I bet he improves that program. There's never been a doubt in my mind that he knew how to coach football. It's just he just Connor. has no idea uh, how not to be a complete dickhead.
2: Connor, do you know how they're doing? How do they look? Oh, yeah.
0: I've actually watched every game this season. They tied for – yeah, I'm a football addict, if you couldn't tell. Like, it's genuinely could be classified as an addiction. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, they tied for a share of the Missouri Valley Conference uh, title, and they're probably going to the playoffs.
3: Damn. Mm -hmm. Look at that.
2: They only uh, uh,
0: lost one conference game. I think, and that was to North Dakota State. So. And they
2: were pretty terrible, right? And wasn't Steckel.
0: Yeah, Steckel, yeah, fucking. It was their first winning season since 09 and first time they had a share of a comp- uh Sorry,
3: base hit. Hold on.
2: <laughs> he's anyway. doing double duty. suddenly
3: thing? getting good. Like I said, Petrino's Patrino's one of those guys that you can you, you know you can't hire, but fuck, I mean, there's every place he's been, he's you know improved the team.
2: That's right. Yeah. And well, who knows? I'm sure this will end in scandal too. You know, he may burn down a building in the administration oh, or something. I'm sure but, him
3: and him and the fucking men's baseball coach are probably finger cuffing some co ed right now we're having these podcast written and are going to be arrested for it and lose their jobs and you know, all that stuff.
2: But they're gonna win some football games <laughs>
3: until he gets caught. Until he gets caught. They're gonna win some football games, folks.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because, uh, God, you remember when Missouri State came here and we beat them, but we let them score like 48 fucking points? <laughs> it was, that, it was, yeah. a, it was, it was a bad omen. <laughs> it was a bad omen. I think, was that Drew Locke's first season? Because he threw like a million touchdowns too, remember? we. Oh, probably his first starting. See, that's when he was first as a starter. Yeah, cause cause he came first in. We
3: were at his first uh, start uh, against South Carolina, and that was at home. South at,
2: Carolina won that game, right?
3: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that was in yeah. October. began
2: <laughs> That's all right. But uh, that was such an ugly game, but. You know, Missouri State was a dog. They had, we had no expectation that we were going to have any trouble against them that year. Um, I wondered if we, you know, played them now, where with Petrino at the helm, if they'd give you more of a challenge. They would beat Kansas. <laughs> well, I'd like to think that uh, we're we're at least a little bit above that.
3: I'm going to go on a limb and say most of the or the, the state championship five A football team from Texas and Florida right now could probably beat Bandy and Kansas. There are more yeah. five-star athletes on a on a on a six A Texas team and Florida team than there are right now on the roster of either one of those college football. I
0: said during bowl season we needed a Vandy Kansas game.
3: That would be the, <laughs> yeah
2: the toilet bowl
3: the old cliche the toilet bowl just take the two worst programs in Division one and just let them go at it.
2: People would watch the shit out of that too.
3: Oh yeah, we call it, call it the rock fight bowl and just, you know, let them go at it, you know, let's be real, Fandy would win by three scores. You're probably right, you're probably right, but.
2: Yeah, uh, well, hey, Colin, we're, <laughs> we're closing in on an hour of doing this first live show, um, and I want to tell everybody listening, you're welcome to join in. Um, we're, the, the whole point of this locker room thing is that it's, A, it's going to be set up podcast, essentially like a radio station, so we come at you at the same time, Monday nights at eight o'clock. Uh, we'll talk about Whatever is going on, because a lot of times this time of year, there's not a lot going on in the zoo world. But anyway, um, we're going to put this out on the main podcast so people will hear it. But uh, every Monday at eight o'clock, if you want to interact and get your thoughts out, especially this will be interesting, I think, when basketball and football start up again, because we can have sort of live, you know, if if it's Monday night and Mizzou's playing, we're going to be podcasting at that time, you know, and you can join in and give us your thoughts in real time as the game's going on. So, but we're going to do it every Monday night. And so we really appreciate tuning in because this is number one. We know it's rough and we're figuring it all out, but uh, it's pretty cool to have basically like a, we got a radio spot, you know, we're, we're Mondays, 8 PM central time, you know, so um, that's going to be our thing. But I don't know, Colin. What else do you want to add? We're gonna. I think we're definitely gonna put this on the main podcast feed, right tonight.
3: Yeah, I think. I mean, just so people know what it is and can get an idea of what's going on. I, uh, mm. you know, and like I said, it's gonna be rough. Uh, we're not used to having to do this live, uh, but uh, we can definitely you know, we're heavily edit. Yeah, we're heavily <laughs> editing. <laughs>
2: That's not a time. problem. Yeah. Well, we got a nice assist from Connor, who's been our Royals. Uh, you know, field reporter at the game yeah and also a little side duty as you know missouri state um expert yeah. at football uh,
0: hey, we got pleasure, with his
2: Cardinals. Update. i've been a
0: big fan uh i'm the one that's on twitter under all your posts saying that you need to upload more because this is my favorite podcast
3: <laughs> oh god bless you man. appreciate it. i'll tell you what yeah, before we you appreciate come back here though you better bone up on your canadian football salaries a little more
2: <laughs> yeah well uh, you're already well ahead sorry, of us
3: space pit.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no we appreciate that and uh we're we've always tried to be sort of like the every fan version of sports because we don't hear that much you know there's a lot of people that are trying to sort of become I don't know. I well, feel like there's a lot of wannabe ESPN anchors, but there's not many people that just want to talk about sports like normal people do. Well no
3: it's what initially basically got us in sideways with the press box super friends is like <laughs> they're just taking it way too seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. you can, it is sports. You can talk about sports and make a dick and fart joke once in a while. Nobody's gonna sue you for that.
2: <laughs> in fact, I prefer it.
3: Yeah. I like that. I like my sports little potty humor
2: yeah so we'll, oh colin i'm gonna try to get this out like on social media on twitter and stuff uh mm-hmm. before we go up each day each monday so that uh that we grow the live audience as well as the uh you know like oh, i don't know if we'll ever get to the point where we have our podcast audience because we've been building that for six oh, like seven years now um and if we, we ever have that many people
3: room area. i that would be that's not gonna happen
2: <laughs> no, I mean, but we, we, the, the audience we do have for the podcast is, um, uh, surpassed what we ever imagined it would be. i <laughs> say
3: yeah, that. No, it's, that's and for so, sure. That's for sure. Well, so. we've been doing this how long now, Brendan? Eight years?
2: 2014 was the first season we covered. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. We weren't
3: going to, I mean, we, if we only had 200 people listening to the podcast now, you think we'd still be doing it, honestly? I mean, I enjoy that's doing this, right. but I mean, it wouldn't be worth it. You know what I mean? Like, so. Just uh, farting but, in the wind. But I honestly, when we started doing it, in 2014 i never expected to have this many listeners i never expected to honestly be doing it this long and uh yeah but i i enjoy every second of it as long as people want to listen to to us blabber about sports i'm willing to blabber about sports
2: (laughs) that's right and uh you know
3: we got a sec anything else obviously
2: yeah, well, I was going to say we we got an SEC East title that first season, but we really haven't been blessed with any good sports from Mizzou since we've been doing this. I can only imagine how fun and exciting it will be to put a season of the Mizzoucast together. When yeah, we're I remember uh,
3: that really that when we were, the SEC championship and then when the Porter brothers signed on, there was an initial burst there of basketball enthusiasm from oh, everybody yeah. in the Mizzou universe, and I remember that being pretty exciting. Hell, we even did a we did a live show in St. Louis. Well, and you know, uh, some of the older Mizzoucast fans may know that we used to make commercials for each season, uh, but we've gotten old yeah. and lazy. Um, <laughs> and we did one for that basketball season. You know, we don't even give a fuck about basketball, yeah, yeah. honestly. Not,
2: not <laughs> usually. as, think we as it
3: currently, const- you know, being played.
2: Well, Colin, you know how we both were saying that we watched the Masters a lot more this season than we did in yeah. the years past. Yeah, I was that way about the call or about the March Madness. NCAA tournament too I was I got into it again like I haven't had like I haven't gotten into it in a long time well and I, I, heard, I watched more like basketball
3: than I have in years
2: yeah I I think I'm just going to end up watching a lot more sports because they're back and it was no fun to watch weird half seasons that don't count with no fans and now we got real sports and it's going to be a ton of fun so yeah that's I, I didn't to take say take we're gonna baseball form. last year
3: or basketball or anything I mean I just I mean, I was checked out of all those professional sports that were sort of trying to
2: make a a season of it. It just wasn't wasn't the same. Nope, but it is back, and uh, I guess if we should sign off here, I think we're going to get kicked off the the station at 9 p.m., but uh, thank you for joining us. First one, tell people if you want to, you know, talk sports live because it's going to be radio that you can take part in. And so uh, hopefully that'll be fun, especially if we get a good crowd. And, you know, I'd like to get some people who don't agree with each other and get some real nasty arguments.
3: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Some, some, Throw some <laughs> F-bombs around.
2: All right. Love you, All right. You, well, let's sign off here, Colin. M I Z Z O U.
3: Bye, (laughs) Connor!